Love Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of our cells, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and your cells feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. I love AstroZeneca. I mean, because if you I made this list, of um and it'll be on my website it's not now it's a free download but 
like all these different mushrooms, right? Psychedelics, people. We're just talking regular mushrooms, you know, lion's mane, chaga, turkey tail, all of that. And um, cordyceps, one of my favorites. I love cordyceps, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So every single one of them helps you with stress. Yes. Every single one. And so you can um, take back your power starting with nutrition, right? That's where it starts. You know, listen, we know, I mean, Jody, you do the same thing as I do. You know, we work with people, and we help them take back their power. And one of the ways we do that is by helping them get rid of the aches, the pains, the ailments that they have in their body. You know, and even if it's if it's holding an extra 30 or 40 pounds, I mean, think about, you know, if you were to walk around with a backpack or even a pair of, let's say a couple, I used to have people in my gym pick up a pair of dumbbells, like two 25-pound pair, pair of dumbbells. I just walk around the gym to show them the facility when they first walked in because they tell me I have 50 pounds to lose. And so I'd walk past the dumbbell racks and pick up a 225s. They're like, why? Just do it, you know, and so we I'd have them walk around with that 50 pounds for like five minutes while I showed them the gym. They're like, what am I doing with these dumbbells? Like, I'm, 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 they're like, I'm exhausted. I mean, I'm out of breath. I'm like, right. well, you told me when you came in the door that you had 50 pounds that you need to lose. And now you just walked around with 50 pounds. You know how much energy that that expends. Okay, you're literally depleting your energy in five minutes carrying that around. Think about all the long, the extra 50 pounds, that passive weight that you're carrying, and how much is depleting your energy. And so as a way just to show them that, hey, listen, we are here to optimize, you know. So it's not just the pain, the aches. Because we all know that whenever we have pain, a headache, a migraine, you know, a stomach ache, you know, achy joints, it doesn't matter what it is. When we have pain in the body, it's hard for us to manage our minds because the body tries to tell us what it's going to do, and then we let it. And so, you know, of course, the, the bigger part of this we want to probably talk about today is how to manage the mind and taking back, the, the, you know, our power by managing the mind. But, you know, first and foremost, like you said, Jody, it's the nutrition because nutrition does create cellular, cellular unity, like your, you know, your cell health. And so, you know, when you create cell health, now what's happening is you're creating that cellular unity that helps to get rid of those aches, those pains, that inflammation, and the things that cause all the issues that we're having that are allowing us to be able to think clearly. Yeah, I um, say about that. I'm actually letting people know that we're live now in my Facebook group. We have about uh, six or 700 people in here. So right. I want to let them know that we're here. But <clears throat> I want to, you know, I was actually listening to you and, you talked about the 50-pound weight that they're um, um, they're carrying, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. The physical weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about the mental weight? Yes, yes. Well, listen, uh, the mental weight is probably, you know, the things we think and how we think, it dictates what every cell in the body does. And so it all starts with the mind. It all starts with thought. And it's, it starts with how we use thought. So we can use thought in a, in a negative way and think about all the things, you know, all the what-ifs, the worries, the doubts, the fears, and all the things that create anxiety. And when you think something that gives you stress, well, you produce the chemicals of stress. And that tells everybody, every cell in your body to either vibrate a lower frequency or, you know, a higher frequency depending on what you're thinking. But, again, that stressful thought, it creates increased acid. It makes those cells stick together and coagulate rather than have their own space and run and have cellular unity where they run free and do what they're supposed to do. Well, so, yeah, and especially 
you know, take that, they're, they're, they're clumping together, right? And so take that and you couple it, you know, that bad diet that's got the heavy metals in it, and then you walk outside or you're in your own house and you're not neutralizing the electromagnetic frequencies. Um, now your body's fighting the bad nutrition coupled with your bad thoughts, coupled with the frequencies that are in your home, and you could look like me, which was a hot mess, you know, <laughs> You know, 235 pounds and nearly dead, just say. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and the thing about it is, is we, if we back, back it all the way up to, you know, to the origin, the origin is thought because thought is, you know, the origin of everything, okay? And so, you know, when you can't think clearly, you know, because you're overweight or because you're sick or you're tired or you're, you know, you have some type of uh, – virus or, you know, or something that's attacking your system, you know, your, your mind is really not your own, okay? Your body takes control. And so you never want your body to have control. You want your mind to have control. So when we start with thought, you know, and start changing the way we think and how we think, it opens our mind to be able to realize, oh, there's more here, you know, and, and when you start thinking clearly, you're like, oh, you know what, I need to change the things I'm eating, and you see that clearly. And then you start to be, you know, more open and aware to the other things that may be attacking your system, the EMS or whatever it is. But the, the, those realizations I don't think come about until the mind is in control again, until you allow the mind to be in control again. Because we are, you know, our, our, our attention, our focus, that is our power. But we're giving that attention, we're giving our thought. Uh, away, and even sometimes our ability to choose. We all have the ability to choose, but we're even giving the ability to choose away as well. And I'll get into that deeper as we go. Well, yeah. So I was listening to the book, The Biology of Belief. Oh, I love that book. So he talks about your receptor cells and um, uh, your sensory cells. And uh, as a as a quantum energy healer and medical intuitive, you know, I start getting downloads. So um, we don't have all of our cells, sensory, receptor, and there's more. I know you know them all. And I actually want to re-listen to the book, get the physical book, mm-hmm. and take notes because it's so profound. So many of you for good books, The Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton. But um, sensory and my receptor cells. And I did that uh, for, for a few family members energetically. Cause, so things can in our uh, physical and energetic body lay dormant. And so, I mean, viruses lay dormant, right? So why can't a cell lay dormant? So if your uh, sensory and receptor cells are laying dormant, that means you're not receiving and sensing those things around you, okay? Tie it back to taking back your power, okay? So you have to be aware you have to be able to sense everything around you in order to take back your power because you have to have the discernment to begin with to know what's going on. And then once you have discernment and awareness and discernment, then you can make choices about what is good for your highest values and what's not. We need to do a deeper dive on all that. But but that's the top level, and I made my list this morning. I'm like, I want to make sure we cover it all. 
if I get too long winded, I something. Just keep me moving along. Keep it moving along. You're the you're well, the. Me too. Right, like you know, um, I we both, you and I, <clears throat> it's good and it's uh, it's the you know all of our positive traits also have like you know a negative to it, right? Yeah. And so you and I are both driven by the divine, and so the divine speaking through us, <laughs> they're like. And go. <laughs> so, you know, I'm learning to pause while the divine is speaking through you. Uh, and you are always good to me. And um, you pause as the divine is speaking through me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you as well. So it's, it's just hilarious. I mean, it's like a cheese. <laughs> so thank you to my husband, Andrew. He's listening in the car on his way to work. Um, um, yeah, and then we have uh, Naima Latif from the Female Solution. Hi, Naima. Hi. She says, Grand Rising, I love that exercise with the 50-pound weights. I'll try that with some of my friends that are struggling with weight loss and need motivation to change their diet. Actually, better than that, refer them to, to, to me and to Jeremy. Like, cause that's not your gig. That's not your profession. So send them to somebody who's a professional. That would be awesome. Well, you can just give them the awareness, the awareness to be able to make change. You know, sometimes that five minutes, you know, is, is, is enough of a shift for somebody to understand that, oh, my goodness, I do need to do something. You know, carrying around a 50-pound weight for five minutes, you're like, oh, my goodness, you can't believe the amount of energy that you just expended. You know, it's a good eye-opener. So, yes, open their eyes and send them over. Yeah, and um, when I was in Orlando, Florida in 2015, I was in the midst of my weight loss journey, and it's really not a weight loss journey. It was a reclaim my health journey. Um, so I was probably down about uh, 60 or 70 pounds by that time, and I went to, ah, I can't remember, it's a, it's a research company, you know, on health, and they had um, a five-pound um, slab of fat. Yes. I've had that in my facility as well. I had the muscle and the fat. You see that the that the fat, you know, is actually three times larger than the muscle. You have a pound of muscle like this, whereas a pound of fat is is like this thick. So the the amount of space that it takes up is three times greater. Yes, and when I was a gym, I mean, actually all my life, mostly. Um, well, no, I shouldn't say that. I should say because I'm not as young as I used to be. Time goes fly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as a gymnast and up until my, uh, thirties when I was misdiagnosed, right, I weighed way more than all my friends, all my girlfriends, but it wasn't heavy. I wasn't fat. I had a ton of muscle weight cause I was a bodybuilder and a gymnast. And so my best weight as a five foot four woman was 140 pounds and I was slim, like yeah. really slim, not, 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 I mean, I mean, I had the regular amount of BMI. I don't remember what it was. But, you know, um, so I, I encourage you, uh, if you're an athlete, don't worry so much about your weight. Um, be more focused on the type of weight, right? Yeah. And, and don't focus on the BMI either. The BMI is a 200-year-old system. And so, we, you know, we now today in this world – we, uh, you know, people are training, you know, 
just, you know, 80 years ago, people did not train with weights. You know, very few people even ran for exercise. It was just it was being active. It was doing your work. Nowadays, we all do that. Of course, people do carry more muscle. We eat, you know, more protein. And, and so we, you know, we are a species now that with increased muscle mass, the BMI doesn't equate. Like when I was in high school, I was very, very lean, didn't have very anybody fat, barely, barely anybody fat, and at 220 pounds, graduated from high school, I was considered already obese. Didn't have any body fat on me. I was very lean. I, used to, I already started competing. But I was considered to be obese, and then, of course, only about 10 or so pounds more. I'm now morbidly obese. Of course, you know, during my bodybuilding career, I was up to 305 pounds of 5% body fat. Now, I'm not going to say that that's not a little excess stress in the heart. It definitely is. But it was not body fat, passive weight. It was active weight. You know, and of course, you know, that right there is, is a lot of work to maintain. But it's not your, BMA, your BMI then is, you know, in, in, the, in the risk range according to the BMI. Yeah, and so I, I, I trained under um, uh, a functional medicine doctor uh, who could not, who was tr- struggling. He got insurance, but he was struggling to get insurance. Like, because he, he was yeah. like, you. My insurance, I, mean, I, had to, I had to lose all kinds of, I had to lose muscle, a lot of muscle for me to just get insurance, uh, only, you know, just a few years back because my weight was too heavy and, and everything else was perfect. My, my blood work was spot on. But because my weight was too high, forget about it. They put me in the highest, highest bracket, uh, according to BMI. As a matter of fact, I had a whole panel of doctors with Northwest Mutual that I had to get in front of and, and to, talk, to try to debate, you know, the, you know the, the, the whole BMI with my weight and my, uh, you know, being the sticking point for me to get insurance. Yeah, it's silly, is it not? Yeah. So let's, so we know that, we know that, taking back your power starts with a healthy diet, right? Because a healthy diet, healthy food, um, and the proper nutrition gives you the, the optimal brain health, which is, you know, why we use upgrade to at least I do to get my day started. If you're not, you should. Um, and there's a code. It's, it's capital J O D I 15, right? If they want to, um, if they want to order a great idea. Jody 15. Jody 15, yeah. Yeah, but 14. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to order that, I'm also going to get the, the link for the Freeman formula. And, you know, when I first met you, um, I didn't really understand the concept of um, your the name of your company, Freeman Formula. Like, I was so ignorant. and But it didn't take me more than two weeks. <laughs> To figure out, um, which is uh, just kind of slow. Um, but I'm going to present just so people know where they're going. Um, so you're, you're, you're going to freemansupplements.com, okay? And you're going to go to, um, you know, look at the upgrade link there. And I'll put that in there. But, um, but look, you can purchase every single ingredient in this bottle. Do it. Go ahead. Purchase every single ingredient in this bottle. Uh, buy it separately. You won't get the results because it's his formula. It's his concentration. It's how it all works together. And then the frequency that he puts on it, on, on the upgrade, that makes the difference. 
And so you can buy all the different greens. Go, oh, I have I have Shoshanda Berry or I have LCNine or whatever it is that you think that you have in your in your um that you think that you have in in your cupboard of supplements. You don't, but you go ahead and you try. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's you know, and we've all done that. Listen, we've all seen, and I've I've done the same thing. But you know, you're right. You know, when you do put a formulation together and you do start to try to, you know, it's, you know, a formulation isn't, a, isn't the final formulation when you first create it. You know, this product has been out for almost 16 years. And wow. so, you know, my, I always try to, uh, we've over the years tried to perfect it, make it better and improve it. And, and so, you know, one of those processes was going from a 12% standardized, you know, Shoshandra to a 98, 99%. Same thing with Alpha GPC. There's a 50% form. form. There's a 100% form. Well, obviously, the 100% form costs more. Obviously, the 98% form costs more, but they're both more effective as well. And so we go with the highest potency of everything that we use. And, of course, you can go out there and you can buy you know, the 12% standardized form of Shishandro, but you're just not going to feel the same effect. And so we've gone the extra mile to put these things together, but also to be able to create a synergistic effect at certain amounts. So there is a lot of time, energy, detail that has been put into this product. So, you know, it, it's, it's hard to duplicate. Yeah, and, I, um, and that's when I understood <laughs> what the formula was all like, yeah, and the formula, you know, I've, I'm a formulator. I've been formulating products for a lot of companies, my company as well. But it's more than that. Freeman Formula is a formula for success in our lives. And so it's a philosophy to, you know, to always put your best foot forward, to always operate with integrity, with a positive attitude, uh, you know, to be able to be a problem solver, focused on growth, and to have a do-it-now mindset. That's what the philosophy, in the, uh, you know, of Freeman Formula is. You know, is to be the leader of your life, to step into the leadership position, okay, because if you have the ability to think, if you have the ability to choose, then you have to be the one doing the thinking and the choosing that directs your life in the, in the direction of where you want it. Because so many people are doing, are living their life for somebody else, you know, and, and they're giving away their thought energy, they're giving away their choices because they are not in control. And so Freeman Formula is all about uh, showing people how to step into that leadership position, okay, to to take their life in the direction of where they want to go. Yeah, um, and let's talk about the fact that people have been really programmed to give their power away. Yeah, right? yes. Um, and so, and, and I don't want to necessarily spend so much time on how they got programmed as to how to reprogram. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we know we got programmed by, and I'll just give the Reader's Digest version, um, your family members, mom, dad, grandpa, um, their cellular memories that come in um, that are passed down in the generations or in your cells, no question about it. Um, and and while I always knew this on an intuitive level, um, and I learned about it from my doctors, um, I really started studying that, at a, really studying the power of our cells. Like, it's creepy cool. <laughs> it really is. Like, Biology like, is amazing. Yeah, like I want to become a biologist chemist, you know? <laughs> yes, that's my, my path, and I love it. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, when you hear the statement, as above, so below, you really do see that, you know, when you look at things cellularly. 
you know, as, you know, even from from above, you know, I can give you a hundred different you know examples of it, but it's 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 entirely true. Well, the company I work for is ADIO, above, down, inside, and out. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was the chiropractic uh, mm. name. So. Um, and that's who I trained under. Uh, his, uh, one of the doctors that I trained under, and um, he he's just brilliant and um, so grateful that I um, that he crossed my path. Right. So. Um, so some of the things, <clears throat> I'm just going to get the laundry list that we want to talk about, is about being present. So in order to take your power back, you have to start off by being self-aware, being present, living by your highest values, accessing source energy, just to name a few. Um, I know you have more. What else do you want to add to that list I make sure we cover? Well, let's, let's go with that list because there's things I know that I can add on directly to what you're saying there just to kind of, you know, give depth to some of the things, the topics that are there. Okay. So, um, as you know, I trained um, for many years under Dr. John Martini. Yeah. Uh, he is one of the authors of the book, The Secret, uh, Contributing Authors. And um, he was, uh, well, he, he still is a chiropractor. He just doesn't practice as one. And... And um, he has a link that we're going to share today that's free where you can determine what your highest values are. And I use this probably now twice a year because when you first take his assessment, a free assessment on determining what your highest values are, um, you'll take the assessment, you'll say, okay, my highest values are money, family, um, health, right? And then in the assessment, they'll say, well, where's the evidence, right? Where's the evidence that family is in your highest values, right? Where's the evidence that managing your finances are in your highest values? And where's the evidence that health is in your highest values? If you don't have evidence, then, and you really do think it's in your highest values, then you're actually just fooling yourself to yeah. think, like, you know, you're, you're lying to yourself. Yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but it's awesome because <laughs> if you recognize that there's no connection between what you think is your highest values and your actual actions and behavior, because um, in your inactions, right? Yeah. Um, then that's your starting point for growth because that's your self-awareness. Like, oops, I'm really not doing what I think is my highest values. Why? Most often because we are people pleasers and we're pleasing somebody else because we want that instant gratification of, oh, thank you, right? Thank you for helping me and doing X, Y, Z. But, you're left with resentment and retaliation. And because you weren't really doing what you wanted to do, you were doing what somebody else wanted you to do because you were programmed to believe that's what you were supposed to do, which was to be servant. Yes, of God, not of others. <laughs> yeah, so let me, can, can I give a, just my, yeah, 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 yeah. rant over, your turn on. <laughs> and so, you know, one of the things I always say is this, is that behavior never lies. 
Okay, behavior never lies. It tells you everything. And so what happens is we usually try to look at other people's behavior, and, of course, it tells us an awful lot. But what's really important is that we look at our own behavior. And, again, the lies that we're telling ourselves. And so, you know, again, the way I look at it is that we all have the opportunity every day for growth and improvement. And we all have to look at ourselves a little bit differently. We have to look at ourselves as the leaders of our lives, okay, the ones that are calling the shots, because you are. Okay, just the statement that I say alone, but things you think and how you think dictate what every cell in your body does. And so the things that we think here tells all this what to do. So let's say that this right here, this is the king, okay, of this kingdom, okay? And so you have to make sure that if your kingdom is going to be in order, okay, instead of chaos, that you have to uh, have order here. And so when you look at yourself as a leader, the number one thing, the foundation of leadership is character. Why? Because character, it means what? It means predictable. It means concrete. Okay, it means that you are the same today as you were yesterday. It means that what you do today is what you're going to do tomorrow. Okay, it means one. It means that the things that you're thinking, the things that you're saying, and the things that you're doing, they all align. It all means one. It means concrete. Okay, so think of a concrete pillar. Okay, if you're, if you're a leader and you're like a concrete pillar, then it's hard to shake. It's unbreakable. But if you put characteristics into character, okay, that's the rebar. You've all seen rebar, rebar, the metal rods that go into, into a pillar, in, into concrete. You ever seen that? Yeah, 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 my dad was a contractor. Yeah. yeah, so my dad was a, con- was, was a contractor. So when you, see a, when you see a concrete pillar, it always has metal rods inside of it. Why? Because it strengthens the concrete. So characteristics, they help to strengthen your character. So character. get wrapped up in those things. And, of course, those are things all that are outside of you, okay, things that you don't necessarily have control of. But if you can give your thoughts, your energy, and your attention away to that, and it takes your power because you feel helpless, you feel hopeless because you can't, you can't control those things. And so taking your power back is to take your attention back. Don't turn on the news. Don't watch those things, okay? And focus on yourself because, again, if you have a thought of, of fear, stress, anxiety, you know, like, for instance, like, I've been in weight loss, you know, with, I've helped people lose hundreds and hundreds of pounds, okay? Uh, our, our program, Project 42, the average fat loss is 42 pounds in 42 days. And so the things we start with is saying, listen, if you have a negative thought of yourself, okay, if you put on, when you go to put on clothes that don't fit you and you get stressed out, you know, um, and you, of course, you look in the mirror and say, oh, God, I hate how I look. I hate, you know, and some, sometimes people say, I hate myself. I don't want to look even in the mirror. We heard this all the time. Well, essentially, when you think those thoughts, those thoughts uh, create, you know, thoughts of stress. So those thoughts of stress, anything that has worry, doubt, fear, what if, you know, even boredom can start increasing the stress chemicals. And so when you're producing those stress chemicals that are in your body, it's, uh, it ends up, again, the things you think and how you think dictate what every cell in the body does. Those cells, okay, when you have those thoughts, create the chemicals. Those chemicals, now the cells start to uh, increase acid and start sticking together, coagulating. But what's happening is this, okay? When you have cortisol in your system and you want to lose weight, let's say you want to lose weight, uh, but you're thinking about all things you can't stand, you don't like, and you don't want, what's happening is when you're producing cortisol, your body starts producing an enzyme 
that converts glucose or sugars into fatty acids. So now all of a sudden you start putting fat on easier just from that thought. Now also from that thought, your, your body's producing a catabolic chemical, cortisol, okay, catabolic meaning it breaks down your muscle tissue. You start to lose muscle. Muscle is metabolic, okay, meaning that your, your metabolism is actually slowing down and breaking down. Your body's ability to, pro- to process your proteins, your carbs, your fats, all slows down just because you're producing that cortisol. Okay, and so not only that, but now your digestion, when you're in that stress state, the blood goes out to the limbs, okay, and now digestion slows down. So your body's ability to absorb your nutrients or even to eliminate your toxins, it all slows down. So you're not passing, getting rid of the toxins that are in the colon. So what happens? Those toxins start to uh, push out endo and exotoxins into the bloodstream, okay? So now you have, you have all these, this, you have autotoxicity within the whole entire system, and also, again, when you're in that stress Auto, state. Autotoxicity. Autotoxicity. Your body is full of toxins and acids. And so what happens during when your body is full of acids and toxins, your body has to try to eliminate those acids and toxins because it starts to deteriorate or break down your cells. So your body's protective mechanism is to force any excess into the fat cell. Okay? Your fat cells are your friends. Okay, because they will hold on to and they'll harbor anything that your body can't process. So if you have too much acid, too much toxins in your system, your fat cells hold it and safe harbor. You know, and your body. So your body's in a place where it can release it. Now I get a product from you. Uh, is it alkalize? Yes, alkalize. Is that that's the? Alkalize, alkalize helps create cellular unity. Okay, so it helps, it helps to lend electrons. Okay, every cell in your body has a negative charge on the outside. Okay, so, so it's, it's an electron. The electron allows cells to, you know, it's like two magnets that repel each other. You try to push them together, they repel. Okay, that's what our cells are like. They're supposed to be like. Okay, but your acids, your toxins, they have a positive charge. So your negatively charged cells will attract to the positive. So what happens is when you have those acids and toxins, your cells start to stick there and coagulate, okay, and they actually even mutate. So this is all happening in your body just from how you're thinking, okay, just from the way you're thinking. So, again, if we are the king, okay, and this is the kingdom, then what's happening is if you're thinking those negative thoughts, you're thinking a destructive thought. So, again, we get to think constructively to build up or destructively to tear down. The problem is, is we are thinking in a destructive way the majority of the time, and so our bodies are in disarray. Our kingdom is out of order. Yeah, yeah. And That's so, just thought. Yeah, and, you know, I want to tie this back to, I think stories are really helpful for people. So, as you know, I got chicken pox this year, right? Yes. And... <clears throat> Uh, that happened August 13th, and my legs are now healing, finally, but I want to go to thought. So ugly. <laughs> it's so ugly. And so I was feeling ugly. Mm. And so, and I felt sad, and I felt not pretty, and... And I, wouldn't, I haven't shown my legs. I mean, I went out maybe once or twice with a, um, a skirt on accident. I had to run to the store. <laughs> and people were probably afraid to be in the same damn aisle with me because, you know, you can play connect the dots with those, with those legs. I mean, and it's comical. Um, really not. But, it, but the point is that if you can't, and 
have our own struggles, but we know how to process through them when they come, okay? Right. And so I had to shift my mindset again, <laughs> you know, and find myself beautiful and worthy with the connected dots on my legs. Right. And so, Joey, how did you do that? Explain how you did that. You said you, 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 you saw yourself as. Yeah, so there's a beautiful picture of Andrew and I. Um, we're at a wedding, and I'm wearing this black dress that's just above the knee, and my legs are looking gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, gorgeous, right? So that is, I visualize it. Um, I, I was going to print it out and put it up. I am now going to do that because we're at the tail end, uh, just because I want to. I, I want to drive this home, but I've been visualizing that beauty. There you go, and that's right. In, that's it right there. We already talked about this, but you know, people don't use visualization, and so essentially, your vision, okay, your greater vision, which you already had to do there, was <clears throat> you know, you, you see something right here in front of you. Okay, you see the circumstance that's in front of you, the chicken pox, the dots all over your legs, the pain, the aches, anything that's going on, it seems to be like your world's, world's falling apart. But when you have a vision, okay, vision is beyond where you are right now, okay? And so the vision is something greater, okay? And, and so when you vision envision something, it corrects your sight, okay? So vision is, is it corrects your sight because what happens is we get tied up with what we're seeing right here, right now, and what's happening, and why me? I don't look good. I don't look pretty. I don't feel pretty. All these things. Okay, because of something that's happened. But when you use vision, vision takes you beyond what's the circumstances right here. It helps to help you see past, you know, what's right here. It corrects your sight. And so, you know, that's why I always talk about that greater vision because I do feel like greater vision, it's, there's so much power in it. And sometimes we have a hard time actually seeing that vision because we're in a world where 98% of people are left brain. Okay, meaning that they have to do all detail, detail and analyzing. And, you know, it's so, you know, the greater vision is more of a right brain type of uh, thing where you're seeing something bigger than yourself, something greater than yourself. And so when we close our eyes and we can fast forward in the future, and if we can sit there and think about what does our best life look like, you know, and then it's the best life, you know, who am I and how do I operate? You know, am I happy and how am I communicating with people in this vision of my best life? And am I making an impact in this vision of my best life? And, you know, and, and what kind of energy do I have in this best life? If you sat there and envisioned that, that right there is empowering. And it's the opposite thought of what I was just talking about where you have worried out fear of how you look, you know, and not liking how your clothes fit and all these things. Okay, the exact opposite of the destructive thought is the empowering thought, the one that's constructive and builds up, and that is in your vision. It's in your vision. And so that's what Jody did there. She took a picture of herself of when she knew she looked good and she liked how she looked and how she felt. And then she reignited that vision, okay, and she can see that picture. Okay, it's outside of her, but, again, it's in her as well. So what you want to do is you want to have that greater vision consume you. Take time like Jody does, okay, for the first eight minutes of your day and see that greater vision that ignites you, it wakes you up and helps you see beyond what's right here, right now, okay, because you can lend from the future, okay, and bring it right here to your present because right here in the present, right now, is the moment that you have, okay. The greater vision is your opportunity to see the possibility that's out there, okay, the greater possibility in your life. 
okay, the greater you. Every one of us on this cast, every person listening that's not listening, we all know, every one of us know that we can be better than we are right now. We can improve. We can make a bigger impact. Okay, we haven't reached our or even tapped into our full potential yet, but it's in us, okay? And so we want to be able to activate that by seeing something beyond us that's greater than us. And I always say vision is God because it's the only thing that gets this nitrogen body, which nitrogen they say is inert, inactive, it's the only thing that activates it, okay? Any great visionary that you see out there, anybody that's done anything great in history, any great sports athlete, every single one of them talks about vision, vision, vision. Listen, just listen. You'll hear them talk about their vision. They had a vision. Okay, and so it's the vision that lights them up and it makes them extraordinary. It helps them dominate. It helps them to master certain areas that make people want to know more about them. Okay, if you can ignite vision in a world where 98% of people are left brain, okay, where they have to know all the details, they have to know if somebody else did it and if it worked or not, they have to they analyze, they overanalyze, they, they have paralysis through analysis and they do absolutely nothing at all and they feel stuck here doing absolutely nothing, looking at everybody else's creation, giving their power away to social media, you know, giving their power away and their attention away, okay, to everything outside of themselves. And, you know, and what's going on in the world and out in the news, instead of focusing on themselves and their greater vision, if you could focus on your greater vision, which is you focusing on you and your better version of you, okay, that is when you empower yourself. That is when you take your power back. That is when you step into your power, become the leader of your life, and start moving in the direction of where you want to go. Instead of having a pity party and feeling sorry for yourself because of where you are right here, right now, and thinking it's everybody else's fault. Part of taking your power back is stop blaming everybody. Stop pointing your finger at everybody else and everything else and start taking the blame. Okay, so you know what? It is me. I need to change. The only way the whole world's going to change is if I change. If I don't change, nothing changes. That's the bottom line. Okay, so that greater vision that helps you see beyond what's happening right here, right now. So take your power back. Stop blaming everything else. It's your fault. Okay, it's your thinking. It's the way you're thinking that's creating that laundry to be all bundled up because your thoughts create frequency. Frequency emits out and what comes back is exactly the same frequency you're putting out. Put out a higher frequency. What creates a higher frequency? A greater vision. A greater vision does it. Okay, not that negative thought. Okay, not that thought of I wish I had or why did this happen to me or, you know, all the what ifs and, and the worry, the doubt, the fear that overcomes us because of, you know, you know, being in debt or, or you know, or, or something that's happened to our body or we have an injury or but we lost a loved one. All those things. The bottom line is can we control all those things outside of us? No, we cannot. But we can control one thing. As the leader of your life, you have the ability to think and you have the ability to choose, okay? And you have to choose the constructive thought. You have to choose the bigger idea and whether or not you're going to act on that idea. You have to choose whether or not you're going to, you know, look into all the details, you know, that's out there and, you know, information that are fingertips or if I'm going to create a greater vision. Most people never take time to stop and create a greater, grander vision of who they can be, the impact they can make, and then go after it. Instead, they sit here and all this information that's at our fingertips. We have information in seconds at our fingertips at any time, and we can literally dive in and we can be a, a weight loss expert, but do nothing at all. Okay, be paralyzed because we have so much information and do nothing. So information is not power. And knowledge is not power. Either. No, action is. That's right. 
implementation of that knowledge is power. So we can sit here and talk about vision all day long. We can talk about taking your power back all day long, but until you take the action step of taking your power back by not blaming anybody else saying, you know what, I am the one responsible. I have to step into the driver's seat. I have to be the leader of my life. I have to direct my next thought and the thought after that and the next choice and the choice after that. That's why those characteristics I talk about are so powerful. They direct your choices. Okay, if you have if you're the leader of your life and character is your number one principle and the characteristics are integrity, then guess what? You know what your choices are. You know what you're going to do. Not just now, but in 50 years from now. You know what they are. Not only that, but if you operate with a positive attitude in everything you do and you present yourself to the world, even when that person at the bank, you know, misuses their power and you send them a letter saying, you know what, thank you for this opportunity for me to learn from you. Speak to one another. 
It's increasing the circulation of the corpus callosum, which is the bundle of nerve between each side to help them both work together and having full brain integration. Yes. So cross-body movements are very, very powerful. And of course, you know, even doing power poses, our physiology, the way we hold our body, that's why I always say that, you know, it is, as we live your life, a positive attitude is displayed in your physiology, the way you hold yourself, the way you present yourself to the world. And so sometimes using like a power pose, you've heard of power, the power poses, you know, the, the victory pose, the wonder like You know, almost every photo that I take is in that pose. Yes. So I was a gymnast, and so we ended up, and actually I'm going to change our, our format here for a moment. So I always ended every pose with this as a gymnast, and you do a trick and boom. So when I'm taking pictures with others, it's always this, this, you know, because, you know, like, to me, that's the happy pose, right? Yes. Um, and it manipulates the chemicals. That's what's happening is your physiology helps produce those chemicals, too. So, again, there's studies that show that it decreases your stress chemicals, your cortisol, adrenaline, and things like that. It decreases them by uh, 50%. I mean, you can call it yeah. a Yes, and it increases so my power pose. Increases testosterone two percent, empowerment hormone. Okay, we need to show on that. <laughs> <laughs> Using your physiology to increase yeah. performance. I, I yeah, so things I talk about all the time. <clears throat> performance with physiology. So I have a lot of notes. Because <laughs> you know I don't want to interrupt the flow, right? And I also don't want to forget. So may I? Go ahead. The floor is yours. I, I know I went a little overboard there, but that's, you, you know. You go overboard. You're being driven by the divine. I'm cool with this. Very cool with this. So first I want to talk about the pity party and blame and shame. Yes. So uh, blame and shame doesn't get you anywhere, okay? And, excuse me, let me put this back up. Okay, so it doesn't get you anywhere, and it's so low vibration. Mm-hmm that it keeps you in a low vibrational state. Let's just talk about that to begin with. You can't manifest your life from a low vibration state. You can manifest everything with gratitude, which is a very high vibration state. So if you want to start man an action step that you can take today, a couple, Get yourself either a gratitude jar or a gratitude journal, whichever works best for you. Uh, the third thing you can do relative to gratitude, which I'm behind on doing, I mean, I send out the gratitude, but I send out thank you cards for everything. Every time I get an order for anything, I send out a thank you card, right? Because without them, you know, like I have gratitude for somebody who's taking the time to understand enough about what I do to buy either my product and or service, okay? So um, secondly, so so you can shift your mindset from blame and shame to what is the lesson, and thank you to the person who gave me the lesson. That's, that's your shift. That's how you're going to reframe things, not blame them. Thank them for the lesson. Okay. Anchor that in. Now. Pity party. I want to talk about the pity party. We've all had them, yeah? Have you had a pity party before? Ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a rule. When my mom was 
uh, when I was living with my mom, uh, I moved in when she was ill, and um, she would have pity parties. And prior to that, we would call, we, we would say, "Well, you have ten minutes." Like it's the ten minutes, <laughs> ten minutes. Be pissed, be be whatever, and then you have to be done. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys two options today for that. Uh, the ten minute rule, where you and your partner, whether it's a business partner and a a, a family member, hey, let's create this agreement. We're going to have a ten minute rule. If you want to be pissed, you get ten minutes to be pissed. Okay, and then you have to give it up, give it to God, find find the value, find find the lesson, and move on. Now, when my mom had cancer, I told her we're reducing that to ten seconds. Yeah, you don't have time anymore. <laughs> no, ten second rule. So you choose ten minutes or ten seconds. It's up to you. Okay. So, and I want to just say, so my sister and I were talking, and my mom was the queen of grudges. Spoiler. That will give you the worst diseases on the planet. When you hold a grudge, mm-hmm. you are not hurting the other person. You're literally killing and hurting yourself. Yep. And let that sink in. Give that pause for a moment. So if you're if you're hating someone being angry with someone because they didn't meet your expectations, you're actually hurting yourself. Know that that person is going through something that you have no idea about, and you have an opportunity to send a grace card. Give grace. Send them love. Now, how do I know this so well? Because my mom was the queen of grudges, and guess who was too? Me, I learned it. Unlearn the flipping behavior. So as you go into, oh, they did me wrong, or he didn't do this right, or she didn't do that right, go, oops, plot twist. Those are your words, plot twist. Send love, send grace. They're going through something you know nothing about. Send love, send grace. It's not your business. Okay, that's blame and shame and pity party. What else I got here that you talked about? Um, Can I add that real quick? What? Can I add to that real quickly? Yes. Yeah, you know, I have identical twin girls. You know, they're nine years old right now. So, you know, you think about, you know, how we are as children. As children, we all, you know, blame, you know, somebody else or something else because we don't want to get in trouble. Okay, essentially, we try to stay out of trouble. So what we do is we, we, we learn to blame something else or somebody else for something that we may or may not have done, but we always are blaming. And so, you know, my twins sometimes are like, I didn't do it. No, she did it. She did it. You know, so blaming each other. Essentially, you know, what happens is as when we're children, you know, we, we, are, we become great at blaming. But we grow out of it. But we don't grow out of it. We actually get better at it. Okay? We actually improve the skill of blaming as we get older. Okay? And so, and that's what happens. And we start seeing that, you know, when people don't have the result that they want in their life or they're not where they want to be in their life, they always have an excuse, a justification, a reason, okay, for why they're where they're at. And that's essentially blaming. And so, again, take back your power. Stop blaming. Start knowing that, you know, the position you're in in your life right now, 
okay, the situation you're in your life right now, whether it's in your relationship financially, you know, physically, you know, mentally, all those things are a product of all the choices you've made up to this point. Most people do not want to hear that, but the bottom line is it's true. We are an accumulation of all of our choices, all of our thoughts, whether positive or negative, constructive, destructive, all those things. And so we have to take that responsibility back and realize you are the king, okay, of this kingdom. And if you want order, then you have to operate. Or queen. Or order. Or What's queen of the queendom. Or queen, king, queen, queen. And you listen, you know, the, 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 the uh, yeah, either one, you're in control. You're the one calling the shots. So, yes, uh, you know, taking your power back, you know, that, that blame and shame, uh, you know, those are, again, two things. Like, you know, like you said about, you know, when you're harboring, negative feelings towards somebody else, you know, or hate or anger, you know, I think that it was Einstein that said that that's like drinking poison. Okay. Well, you're just words right now and hoping the other person dies, right? Yeah, you're hoping the other person dies, but it's literally killing you. That destructive thought is killing you. It is breaking down. It's causing those acids and toxins, making your cells deteriorate, okay, making those cells break down, mutate, okay, causing issues like cancer because cancer grows in acidic pools. And so essentially those acids and toxins are causing that acidic, you know, disorganized chaos within the body that causes disease, causes issues, inflammation, pain. And so we have to take control and take our power back first and foremost right here to control all this. And when you are, our bodies are a power plant. We're a mega power plant, okay, that, that can actually, you know, send messages out, send that frequency out and receive it. Okay, we, we, we're receiving. Well, let me talk are, about that. Hold on. So the power plant and the frequencies of messages. So I've always used the frequency of love and shungite over the longitude and latitude of my home. Mm-hmm. And I was using a company. I was paying like $35 a month. And then I bought the cocoon. Yeah. Uh, so I don't use that other company anymore. And the cocoon is by Centropics. And it's, it, it, what that does is 82 feet. Uh, north, east, west, south, up and down. So it's literally healing the land that you live on, 82 feet down. That's a lot of space. And the home, the people in the home, there's a frequency for the food. Yes. You heal your food as you bring it into the home. It has frequency. Yeah, the frequency of the animals, I run that. There's one for sleep. Matter of fact, we put in the sleep frequency, and we all—we were talking about how you don't use an alarm. We don't either. Yeah. Um, we do now. Because <laughs> <laughs> what happened was that sleep frequency was so perfect, we slept until 8.15. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> And I did, you know, yeah, what I want to say is that your frequency, we are electrical beings having a physical experience. It's very important to understand that. You are primarily a frequency being, meaning you are spiritual. You're made in the eyes of God, right? And they said, hey, we're going to give you this physical body. I call them body bags, (laughs) okay? So you can walk and roam the earth and get some cool lessons called earth school. So now 
if you're not taking care of this physical body, right, your spiritual body also suffers. Yes. So <clears throat> this is not your fault, but it is there for all of you, unless you're doing this, okay? Your spiritual and physical body is under duress right now as we speak. And the reason is, is because of the 5G towers, the cell towers, the computer you're using right now watching us, right? We're being exposed to all these frequencies. Some frequencies are really, really good for your emotional and physical well-being. Some, not so much. Hair dryer sucks, baby monitors, your computer, your cell phone, all of that. And so what I want to tell you, if you really want to change your frequency, you have to neutralize the frequencies that are not for your highest good in the home. And for us, we put a plug in to the wall, and it neutralizes all the electricity in the home. It's like 85 bucks. We do that for the car. Plug it in, leave it, neutralizes all the electricity. Now, but here's the thing. That handles the electricity that's in the home. What about all the electrosmog that's coming into the home from outside the home? It's not handling that. So that's where this cocoon comes in because it's putting a cocoon or a bubble around your home. And you all need it. I, I'm not a need person. I'm a want person because need's kind of low vibration. But if you want to raise your vibration, you need this. Sorry. You know, because um, those vibrations are harming your DNA. It's clumping your red blood cells. It's impairing your brain health. And you can't function at your full potential if you're being bombarded with these negative frequencies that, you know, they're ramping up from time to time. And one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this is because prior to moving to Marietta, I lived in Kennesaw, and I had 15 smart meters on my wall, which Cobb EMC, I guess it's the county's uh, electric company, said to me, oh, but those smart meters are approved by the manufacturer. And I said, of course they are. They're selling them to you. Of course they approve their own products, right? And those products, one smart meter is equivalent to the radiation from 150 smartphones. Wear that crap on your body all day and be happy. No, 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 no. That's not happening. So neutralize the EMF. Do that simple thing that helps you reclaim your own frequency, your own self, your true self. When I was a little girl, I was actually penalized for this. I was so flippin' happy. Right? And I was like, you know, the entertainer or happy. We didn't have all these. We had it, but not at this level. We didn't have all this uh, negative EMF in the 60s. We had it, but not at this level. And so it wasn't impacting my health at that point in time as negatively as it did yesterday or last year or in 2010 or 1990 or 1980. So, I'm going to tell you that my brother died, and he died from putting the cell phone by his head. 
because it's radiation. And it clumped the red blood cells by his brain. And he died. He got a brain tumor and he died. And I'm going to repeat that as many times as I need to until you all get, do not put that phone by your head. Oh, by the way, Bluetooth is not better. Do not wear Bluetooth on your, at your head. You're killing your brain cells. Oh, do I need to repeat that? Yes. You're killing your brain cells. No Bluetooth. Hardwire or speaker phone. Okay. I think the message is sent. Yes? <laughs> Done now. <laughs> Jeremy's like, you go, girl. <laughs> well, because, right, it's killing our brain. Cancel, cancel, cancel. But it's hurting people's brains. And then we don't understand why cancer's on the rise. Brain tumors are on the rise. Well, because if you have a head, or women who are putting the phone, I, I think they're still doing that. They're taking the phone, they're putting in their bra, which you shouldn't be wearing a bra, but that's another show. I'm not on that one. <laughs> well, you could be because you have daughters and a wife. Yeah, you have, yes. You don't want them cutting off their lymphatics. That's what a bra does. It cuts off the lymphatics and it doesn't allow for blood flow. So that's, that's your that's your gig. If there's anything that's cutting off blood flow, do you want your, your children wearing bras um, that cuts off their blood flow? Because yeah. that's going to cause a cancer for them. Right. And you can actually just wear a tank top and hold the girls in. You can talk about it. You got yeah. it. <laughs> You've got, you got beautiful children and a stunning, amazing, spiritually amazing wife. Yes. Uh, who, uh, yeah, we should get her on the show sometime. She, we need to get her on, yes. She, she, she's a rock star, yeah. like, all day long. Yeah, she feels like, you know, when you're, when you're, whenever I have an idea or a thought, or even, like, I've just written two books, and mm-hmm. so, um, and... You know, she goes, I have her go through and edit. And so she always says, hey, you know, this is good. I like the way you're saying this. But I really feel like, you know, she can look at it from a number of different, you know, perceptions than I can see it. And, and so she's like, what if you were to approach this and say it this way? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's so much more profound. So what I wanted to say is she comes up with these profound, like, ideas that, you know, are almost out of my awareness, you know, that, that you know, they'll say, you don't know what you don't know. Well, there's so many things that she knows that I don't even know. And I'm like, I've been with her for how many years? It just amazes me, you know? And so, you know, so she is really, you know, you have to have her on the show because she definitely is, is that person that, um, you know, has a different view. And of course, you know, we all have our own view, but if we're open up to listening to somebody else, sometimes we can, you know, cue little things, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change is relevant in everything. And sometimes we need a shift in thought in the way we think and how we think to be able to proceed forward or to be able to get rid of this blockage or to be able to see something that we didn't see before. She does that for me. My husband does that for me. He's amazing. I mean, you know, I, uh, we need to talk about both of our books, by the way. Yes. You know? um, so we'll, we'll go there next. Um, but I author articles for several different magazines. And he's my editor, like yeah. all day, right? Oh, like, he's so, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, forget the fact that he's better at grammar than I'll ever be. His mom is, his mom is so brilliant. Crap. Uh, his, his, and do you think that the genes weren't passed on? I mean, really. Um, she went to Yale, 
right? And, you know, she's 80, I think she's like 80 something, 83 maybe. So, um, so think about a woman going to Yale at that time. Yeah. She's brilliant. They they let her in, right? Because they're like, we can't not let her in. (laughs) So, um, I just want to, um, here, hold on. She, uh, Chris says, accepting complete responsibility for your life can be a hard pill to swallow, yes. especially when we're struggling. This lesson came years ago when I was so sick. Yeah, she has an amazing story to tell. She really overcame adversity, and you know, um, you know, similar to mine, right? Uh, the Western Medical Society uh, gets a hold of us and you know, uses us as, us as a uh, an experiment. Lucky us. Um, She goes, it blew my mind that ultimately I created this, which I don't know what this is, but um, we'll we'll find out, I'm sure. So I want to talk about our books. Uh, We have about 15 minutes left on the show. And um, uh, let's see. So can you send me a link on the private chat of your book for me so I have it? My book, I have not released. The, 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 the one that I'm writing, I do have one book called Choices. Uh-huh. Uh, I can send you a link for Choices. Essentially, is characteristics, you know, again, which is the rebar of your character, okay, that helps guide your choices to a more extraordinary life. That's what Choices is. And so there's some really good uh, things. It's a really great little pocket book. You know, it's a small little book. I don't know if I have one here right here, and I don't. Mom, if you send me a link, maybe I can pull it up. I'm going to show mine that is in pre-sale right now okay, yeah and so i'll just say that um so i want to say that it says that it's going to be available at the end of the year that's a lie <laughs> i did a reframe here's the thing i'll be done writing this by end of year i'm actually going to get a little cottage in uh blue ridge mountains for a week and finish it up there and um but this is a book it's emotional healing toxic free living and it's going to be $22.22. And a percentage or a chunk of money of that is also going to go to the EWG.org, which is environmentalworkinggroup.org. And the reason I'm donating that versus like the Cancer Society or any of those other places, because the EWG.org to me is the Cancer Society, right? The Anti-Cancer Society. They're the ones actually doing the work of creating a safe place for us to live. They're creating awareness about the toxicity in your water, the toxicity in your food, how to source properly, and things like that. Book is all about is, well, it's a few things. Number one, it's about my personal health journey and how I overcame adversity using my mindset, shifting my mindset to reclaim my health. The other thing I talk about there's a chapter about my brother and how my brother was given one year to live and lived for 23 years because of mindset and nutrition. He was a chiropractor. Uh, we will have uh, a chapter called Words Are Just Vibrations in the Air. Jeremy is a contributing author uh, to that section. Thank you, Jeremy. And so is my friend, Lori Urbancic and a few others. And words are just vibrations 
in the ear is really going to give you some discernment about what words mean, right? And then we're going to we're going to take different words like the word thank you, right? Thank you can be the tone and the energy behind the word thank you can drive the entire meaning. And when you start understanding how your energy drives meaning to what you're saying, you'll be happy to say, pardon my French, but I'm just going to do this. Um, let me see if I have here. Well, I have one button. I have this button. That that easy. Easy. I have the easy button, but there's also the other button that I used with your daughter. It's got, oh, I think this is, is this it? No, it's the F-bomb, but it's funny. <laughs> the thing is, and I'm not advocating that you use the F-bomb. What I'm saying is, it's the energy behind it is funny and has levity versus, and that's a great one because a lot of people are triggered by the F-bomb. So what's your real trigger, right? Right? Is it a mindset? Is it something that somebody told you? Um, is your, or is there, has it always been bad energy behind the word, the F word? Or was, you know, was it like me where it was a funny and like uh, almost empowering word, right? Um, but if you're using it to hurt somebody, it's a low vibration. If you're using it because it's like, Oh, F, and I really don't want to use it on the show. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, then what I'm trying to explain to you is it's always the vibration. It's always the energy you put into something, which is always driven by your mindset. And so this, is a, this book will help you shift your thinking. Maybe you have absolute optimal health. Maybe you just need to shift it somewhere else. But it gives you the tools to do that. Um, Jeremy, where can I find your book, sweetheart? Uh, you can go into freemanformula.com, and uh, you can go under, under books or underneath uh, other tabs that have products. So that, that, that Choices book is, book is there. We are, we are releasing also uh, Lead Your Life. It's what you were born to do um, oh, in January. That's okay. Really, yeah. So, so if I go to shop, am I going to shop first? or? Uh, yeah, go to shop. Okay. And then T-shirts, books, and more. Yeah, books. Oh. There you go. Nice. Okay, so let me stop sharing this one and share the next one. Jeremy, I love what you're about. I love what you're about. So that, that that's yeah, that's a, that's a cookbook right there. Go down. Uh, choices right in the middle. So you can see yeah, it. It's like, yeah, it's it's a white book. So that's it. That's choices. And there's a little video that talks about it. I actually have I have full on webinars and uh, you know uh, seminars that have to do with that book that kind of go deeper into it. Um, but essentially, again, when we step into the leadership position of our lives and we start seeing things differently, again, that's just a shift. Most people don't look at themselves as the leader of their life. Okay, so when you just look at yourself that way. Now you uh, have the opportunity to be able to establish really who you are. You know, if you ask somebody who they really are, they might think, you know, they, everybody kind of has an idea. But when you start to put in character and characteristics, now you define who you are, okay? And it, it, it increases your polarity, meaning that what's, you know, your, your positives and your negatives, what you will do, what you won't do. And when you increase polarity, guess what? You increase magnetism, okay? Because polarity and magnetism, they come together. So choices, what it does is it gives you very specific characteristics, which, again, is a rebar that strengthens your character, okay, and who you are as a leader. 
to be able to guide your choices that you make, okay, to a more extraordinary life because we are a product of our choices. And there, you'll see there's a penny on the cover. You have to read the book to understand why that penny is on the cover uh, in, the, uh, in the middle of choices there. Uh, but, again, it's pretty Penny free of not. Yeah, there's a, it, it, it's, it's that and more. So when you read this book, you'll never look at a penny the same way ever again. You'll never look at a penny the same way again, ever, ever. It'll, it'll literally change everything. You're, and you're going to start seeing pennies everywhere. You'll see them all over the place after you read this book. So I, I think I have to get that book, um, and I will. I want to say this. Um, first of all, I love pennies. Um, my father... Um, who passed in 2012 leaves us pennies from heaven all the time. And we find him, and so, and then he started leaving quarters and nickels and dimes. And so he said, so what we did is we have a collection, okay, and um, of these, we put them in a, a tray, all the coins that we get now. We get all the coins, and we create little bags. And we um, uh, now we use Ziploc baggies. They use other ones. And we put down words of affirmation on the Ziploc baggies, and then we hand them out to the homeless. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. Because they're pennies from heaven. Yeah. And imagine... God forbid you're homeless and you wake up because, you know, you're most of the time we're fine that they're sleeping or whatever, but, and you wake up and there's a bag of coins with words of affirmation. And sometimes we'll, like, if we're at a hotel, we'll grab the soaps and the shampoos. So we'll stick in shampoos or we'll stick in some nail files or we'll stick in something. And we go right there and we help. And mostly, mostly Andrew's the one doing this because where he works, um, there seems to be, you know, uh, he works at a Medicare clinic. So there's a lot of homeless people kind of walking around. And uh, so he's handing most of this out. And uh, so and so what's coming to me, um, I'm just going to take this down for a moment. What's coming to me is to present this to you the community, where can you brighten up someone else's life? Today's Halloween. Now, most people are handing out candy. I hand out words of affirmation. <laughs> Love it. I do. I've been doing that since 2013. I got a lot of flack for it from a family member. Oh, you're ruining Halloween, and I'm like, no, not I'm letting them all rise up. So I handed out Halloween pencils and words of affirmation with a picture of Nelson Mandela, and it said, uh, "There's no, uh, what is it? It's about uh, there's about not playing small in life. What is his quote? Um, let your light shine. So, yeah, there's no, no, no. Uh, um, do not let uh, play small because. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I like that. Mandela, hold on a second. Nelson Mandela. Let me just look it up because I feel like that's the perfect end to this show because this is what we're talking about, right? Um, 
uh, that there's no power in playing small or uh, I'm going to say just plain small, right? Plain small doesn't serve the world. And there is no passion to be found in plain small, in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. Take back your power. Mm. I love Nelson Mandela. So how can you today, let's say if you don't have money and you don't want to be handing out coins because money's not abundant for you yet, okay, go ahead. I'm sure you got a piece of paper or post-it notes. Hand those out with a nice saying on it, right? Do something that makes a difference in the world for someone else. It comes back to you tenfold, I can promise you. All right. Anything you want to add, Jeremy? No, I, you know, I, I know there's probably so much more we can cover on this topic. You know, uh, we're in a world of addiction, you know, essentially. But, uh, you know, the, the addiction is, is just giving your power away. You know, there's not a plan out there. You know, if you're, if you're a smoker and, and, and you're giving, you're saying that a plant is more powerful than you are, you're, 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 there's no way. You're powerful. You are powerful. The plant is not more powerful than you. You know, the grape or the alcohol, it's not more powerful than you. You are more powerful. So you have to understand your power to be able to take that power back and to be able to, you know, stand to take away the addiction. And stop saying that you have this addiction. Instead, claim something different. You know, uh, change the language. Change your language, change your thought process. Essentially, you know, there's so many things that we're addicted to, whether it's, you know, sometimes we're addicted to, you know, negative thought thinking, you know, or porn or, there's a, you know, there's so many different things that are out there, alcohol, drugs. We have, you know, a, a drug epidemic right now where people are trying to numb themselves. So essentially, you know. Well, they're trying to numb themselves because of that EMF crap that's in there and the toxins in their food and water supply. Well, yeah, well, they're, 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 they're on a downward spiral of negative thought process that makes them feel stuck, okay? When you feel stuck, it's a, such a low frequency that you can't see outside of it. Again, it's disorganized chaos. When you're in disorganized chaos, you can't see outside of it. And so what happens is you end up doing crazy things. You end up not making great decisions. You can make poor choices over and over and over again. So... Because this is amazing. You're talking about addictions, right? And last night when I went to bed, I was reading um, The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz and um, about not taking things personally. And it's that we're addicted to suffering. We're addicted to suffering. Sure. I don't care if you're a human, you're addicted to suffering until did your mindset, okay? So I have this ticket patch. And... There are these super patches. Sorry, I just have to talk about this because it's crazy cool. And when you said addictions, it was sitting right here. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Spirit cue them in. Um, so addiction is a real thing, whether it's to a food item, a behavior. Um, sugar, sugar, caffeine. Sugar, caffeine, drugs, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, what I'm going to tell you is that when I was at the uh, conference at the Georgia Addiction Counseling Association, I spoke about the root cause of addiction, another show. Um, I spoke about, um, I, I, I created a trail for people, and, you know, they were really grateful for the information and want to hear more of this. And so um, 
that's a work in progress. And so, but one of the things that we did is we took out these patches, which, you know, this patch is for peace, for stability. And so we did a, a demo, uh, Rajai Kaldani and I, and um, where we, somebody who said they had no balance whatsoever came up, did the balance test for them. They could their balance and we put the patch on and we'll get the video for this. It's all videotaped. And then that person had immediate balance. And then I said, I want somebody who thinks you have amazing balance. Right, so she comes up and she has really good balance, but she was surprised about how we could take her off balance on instant case, right? And so then we put the patch on, and she had instant balance, and like it was steadfast. It's crazy cool. So then I showed a video, uh, and y'all can reach out to me if you want to get this. The video that shows the EEG, and the EEG showed the shift in the brain when it came to using the peace patch, which is for stress. Right? So what I want to tell you, if you want to grab alcohol, choose peace instead. Try a peace patch. Why? It sends a signal on instant case to your brain to give you peace, to give you balance, to help you shift your behavior. Take it. And I'm, um, oh, we don't want to exit the live. It says this live will be uh, exiting in two minutes. So, um, so I guess I have two minutes before um, the uh, pod being exit. But what I want to say is we have plant-based options. We have signals that have no ingredients whatsoever. It's a QR code. It's like a thumbprint. And you have so many options. And we're going to have Jeremy back here because we're going to be talking more about how we can help you shift your mind train. And I guess we have to end the show because it's going to end on in, in two seconds on Podbean. So. And Jody, thank you for having me. It's it a great pleasure, as always. Um, I love your energy, and I love what you're doing, and thank you for letting me be part of it. Oh, thank you for, for like, being who you are and showing up and showing up with uh, an amazing uh, sense of empowerment and that you share with the world. And so we're so grateful to have you here, and um, I'm grateful to call you my friend. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to end the show, and don't go nowhere. Okay. okay. All right. Let's see if I can get this going the way. There it is. to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you.
to our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you, and may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings.